Hi, I am Christopher Coles II, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Wholly Owned and Operated, created, produced, and 100% unscripted by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast is them talking about our faith, what they believe, and how they share it, but also about how they have messed up and how to help you not mess up in your faith. Combined, they have over 60 years of strong Catholic faith and commitment. They walk around our neighborhood talking about faith, morals, how to live in this world but not of it, science and faith, and a formidable repertoire of music, the same way they talk about and live it at home, where I hear it every waking hour of every day. They also share their stumbles and falls, many of which you are probably familiar with. This podcast is completely unscripted and unedited, and as such, it is just them talking as they always have to me for over two decades. And I hope you are able to get a piece of what I have gotten all my life. Now, from Wholly Owned and Operated, On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. Jesus, for today, for this blessed life that you provide for us. Uh, We thank you for the snow. Um, Please keep everyone safe in it who's driving or us walking. Please, we don't want to fall. And uh, we ask your blessing on our listener that they would hear what you would have them hear. And then we would say what you would have us say to bless them in their journey to perfection as we help each other journey to perfection in holiness. And uh, we ask all of this through the most holy trinity's name. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, okay. Well. Oh, we already stepped off the curb. We did. <laughs> I couldn't tell with the light. And the yeah. All that. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be interesting. So it's 30-ish something degrees. Okay. And it's been snowing for about three hours. Yeah, I don't know. Um, here, we should take a selfie so that people see what we're walking in. Yeah. But if it's, is it a selfie if it's more than one person? Yeah. I, wonder, I don't know if my smile works. You need to reverse it so oh, that we're in the picture. <laughs> I was wondering, where'd we go? <laughs> Here we are. All right. Are you smiling? Yeah. Okay, we can see your smile. <laughs> All right. Masks and scarves. Yep. <clears throat> My feet are already cold. Why? I don't know. Not enough socks. All right. All right. Kids playing in the street. Kids playing in the street. Yep. All right. So the fogged up glasses are going to be a challenge. (laughs) Can you still see me talking? I can. I'm talking. Can you see the bars? No, I can't see anything on there. Is it because I turned it around? 
No, it's because I can't see through the glare of the oh. thing. I honestly can't see that it's going. I'm talking now. It's a blank screen. Oh, because of the thing. Okay. I don't know. We don't want to do this in vain. No. Okay. So, yep, I got me. Okay. You and got I got me? you. Okay. Yep. I All right. You okay. I have to take my glasses off. Okay. That's better. Okay. <laughs> People are like, what are you talking about? Snow. We're listening to this in whatever, March yeah, or whatever it's going to be. Yep. The magic of podcasting. Okay. So um, I've been thinking about modesty and chastity uh, based on a couple of different things. Um, the, um, the reading for... Well, St. Paul um, talks about the body being a temple and that bodily sin, the immorality of, of bodily sin. And from, um, from that and other scriptures, uh, the church gets her teachings about modesty and chastity um aren't they the same thing no they are not um and the catechism has quite a bit to say on both of them actually um as i was kind of researching and, and looking things up for definitions and things yeah. um Ooh, sorry that's okay uh and you know when When I think of modesty, um, the first thing that comes to mind is the clothes that I wear. Modesty in dress, in how I dress. Um, and I think that's what most people think of first. Um, yeah. You know, if someone's immodest, uh, you think, okay, well, they're dressed immodestly, you know. Yeah. Um, but modesty encompasses more than just how we dress, um, I would argue that it's also in our thoughts and speech. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't um, have to argue that too much. And... You know, so when, as you and I raise our boys, you know, I, it's true, we don't have daughters, but I am a girl. I grew up with sisters. Um, yeah, modesty and, isn't just a girl thing. And it's not. Um, In fact, I, I shouldn't have said just. Modesty no, isn't a girl isn't thing. Isn't a girl thing. It's an everybody thing. It's an everybody thing. It's an every And, thing. yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was just talking to our 13-year-old about it yesterday to basically to kind of test the water, see what he knew, what he, what he understood about modesty. Yeah. Thinking, you know, we were going to be talking about this. And I'm like, you know, I may not have been as clear with the boys, maybe as, as I should have been, um, about modesty 
in how they dress. You know, let's just take that one first because okay. it's the first one that comes to mind. Sure. And uh, modesty, is modesty a, a virtue? Is, is that... Um... Modesty is a fruit of the Spirit. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it, it comes from the virtue of chastity. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and charity. Um, it uh, is um, the vehicle. Yep. Um, so, might step on the sidewalk here. Yep. Um, so when I, you know, when I was talking to Nathaniel about the, well, I've told him a couple of times in the last few months that his, um, he's outgrown some clothes, you know, yeah. um, they're too tight or they're too short. And he's definitely our clothes helm, the yeah. Of course, I guess whatever yeah. it is, you know, likes clothes and <clears throat> yeah. we'll hold on to them. And, you know, he said, but they still fit. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, you say they still fit. When I asked you, I, I asked him, I said, when I tell you that your clothes are too small or that you've outgrown them, oops, do you, um, do you go look in a mirror to see what I'm talking about? No. Mm. Of course not, you know. I said, well, you know, typically it's because it's too tight across your bum, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it might still fit your waist and you know, these athletic shorts, they're long shorts. So it's not like they're too short, right. but they're too snug, you know, I'm like, that's, you know, immodest, immodest, you know, we don't, we, we don't need to see that. <laughs> Right. You know, yeah. um, and, you know, there's when, when your shirt is too short to cover your belly, I said, you know, that's, that's not appropriate. You know, we're, it's, I said, there are times when it's okay for your belly to show around the house and at school and at the dinner table aren't, you know, mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's, um, there's an appropriateness of dress that's allowable for certain situations, but you can be modest in your dress in all situations. Right. And, you know, when, when Jesus was um, discussing the law, um, in the Sermon on the Mount, he said, you know, the, the one who, um, lusts with his eyes also commits adultery. Right. Okay. Well, modesty <clears throat> is a part of keeping things discreetly covered that should be. Yeah. It's part of loving you know, our neighbor. It, it's loving our neighbor to not show off 
our bodies in ways that cause cause lustful thoughts in others. Um, yeah, now we don't want to draw them into sin. Right. Now, you might argue, well, I'm not. I don't have lustful thoughts, so what's the big deal or whatever? Well, <clears throat> Jesus tells us if we cause another to sin, especially a child, mm-hmm. <clears throat> boy, the, the punishment for that is hell, basically. Yeah, well, better than a millstone <clears throat> be tied around his neck and, and thrown into Gehenna, into the, you know? The, yep, into the sea. The... Um, so modesty, it's a serious thing. It's not something to just, you know, kind of blow off and say, oh, well, I don't wear that stuff to church. Um, <laughs> and that's good. I'm glad. But some people do. Right. Um, okay. So people are like, well, you know, we just want people in church. And, you know, if they don't have appropriate clothes to wear, then come anyway. Yeah, that's true. If you don't have appropriate clothes to wear come anyway right but here's the thing we live in america where finding appropriate clothing is pretty easy yeah probably at that same church and yeah there's somebody's affiliated with someone who has a clothes closet or you know vouchers to get clothes from the saint vincent de paul store or something go to salvation army goodwill whatever get some clothes you know and they don't have to be ugly or frumpy either you know modest dressing doesn't mean you're you know covering yourself in a bag right or a full balaclava thing that the muslim the other day that sounds like muslim women are required to wear yeah anyway the Oh, technology in the cold. Yeah, trying to figure it all out. Anyway, so modesty is is that. It's dressing appropriately, covering the parts of your body that should be covered, um, you know, purchasing bathing suits that don't bear everything. Um, That's hard to find. I'll, I'll grant you that, but they're out there, um, you know, and, and, and respecting others. I, I'm not walking as fast as you. No, you're fine. Um, shuffling through the snow here. My feet are cold. Um, the, I don't know. I feel like I'm lecturing. Um, you're not saying anything. Well, okay, but, so I can, I can certainly jump in. I mean, yeah, modesty, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about my grandmother, Yeah, you know, who her entire life wore dresses and uh, never showed anything, you know, from the top of her arms to the, to the, you know, middle of her calves, you know. It's a, you know, if you can, if you can see skin that you shouldn't see, then it's immodest. And, you know, I know, get with the times, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, you get with the times, you get what the times give you. Um, the, uh, 
the idea of modesty isn't so much, you know, showing what you've got. It's a matter of keeping what you've got for that person who uh, is the one to share it with. Whether that's yourself and the Lord or yourself, the Lord, and your spouse. Uh, because when we show too much, as you said, we draw others into temptation. And that's that's not nice. Right. You know, it's and not it, kind. <laughs> and, and immodesty is simply a symptom of vanity. Yeah. You know, I've got something I need to show off or I want to show off or I want to see what people think and yeah. You know, or I'm going to do something that's um you know, uh obscene is not the word, something that's provocative. Provocative to see what people do or say. Right. You know. Um and you know, in fact I use an example. I was at the post office the other day getting uh getting stamps for the for our Christmas cards. And a lady came in behind me and uh she was she was on the phone, she leaned over, you know, in the post office you're waiting, they got, you know, the social distancing. And uh she wasn't quite social distance and she didn't have her nose covered with her mask. And so she moved a little closer and I, I backed off a little bit and said, ma'am, if you don't mind, if we could keep the distance and, you know, and she, she stepped back and said, can, would, can you, you know, cover your, your nose? And she looked at me, she was rather perturbed. Yeah. But she said, well, I have PTSD and so that's a problem. And I said, oh, okay, I did not know that. So I'm I'm fine with you not having your nose covered because I know that can cause anxiety. And I said, so thank you for telling me. I'm, I'm sorry you have that. And I just stepped back a little bit. And as I did that, I turned and the guy in front of me, who'd been, you know, all, you know, calm, cool, and collected and just kind of minding his own business and facing, you know, towards the counter, was provocatively turned towards me <laughs> with his nose uncovered. Uh-huh on purpose he had yeah. had it covered yeah and i knew that he had done that yeah. just so i would say something yeah. so that he could say something back yeah and so i looked at and he you know looked towards me and turned and then looked towards me you know <laughs> and i said oh, i just said to myself i'm not falling for that and i just ignored him you know people are going to be like that but he was provoking me and in this sense of immodesty, showing what he shouldn't have been showing, you know, it's a, it, it's the same thing. You know, um, people are doing things with their bodies just to get a reaction. Or, if it's not vanity, it's insecurity because they want to be liked. Yeah. And... There's so many things that go with immodesty. It's just so, yeah. it's such a shame that people place such value and self-worth in themselves the way they look because that only leads to disappointment as you get older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
even though there's all these age-defying gels and makeups and yeah. workouts and, you know, yeah. that sort of stuff, it's, yeah, we... Well, here, here's another example of, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to say a good example. Okay. Yeah. I work currently at a facility where we have to change into scrubs to do our work. We have, there's a, a, a women's locker room, a men's locker room, thankfully. <laughs> um, well, you wouldn't be and there if, if there weren't, yeah. Anyway, so, um, the you you can't wear because of the the environment that the lab environment that I work there's there's two different kinds of scrubs um, that that you can choose from there's a coverall that you can wear over your street clothes or there's a set of scrubs that you have to change out of your street clothes to put on you can't wear street clothes underneath and um, several of the young ladies on my team prefer the coveralls because they can keep their clothes on and they're warmer, okay? Yeah. They get cold really easily. So, um, you know, and, but I, I, would, I would be too hot if I did that. Right. So I wear, I wear leggings underneath my pants and a camisole tank top underneath my top so that I can put that on, you know, leave that on when I put my scrubs on. And I'm not the only one. Many of the women, young, I'm probably the oldest one that works back there. Anyway, <clears throat> but, <clears throat> but on the flip side of that, we all avert our eyes from each other when we're changing. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not the... You know, it, it, and, and that's modesty is, you know, averting your eyes when someone is changing clothes, right. you know, in that kind of a situation. You know, it's, you know, it's having your friend hold up a, a curtain so that you can change clothes in, you know, a, a public bathroom that, you know, might not have a, a stall door, you know, or, or go to the bathroom, you know. Right. Um, you know, how many times have you gone to a a sporting event and the stall doors are broken and you know whatever um or a park you know public parks are the worst for having bathrooms that are actually decent to use um so so there's that you know and i think for the most part people have an, an innate modesty you know um the the immodest person is one who falls into those categories that you were talking about are vain yeah. they you know want to show it off yeah. or they're insecure and they think that's the way they're going to be liked right. um and it, it, it has... and that, that they they have low self-worth they don't know they're beautiful you know they, they, they don't recognize that they are created in God's image and nothing right. is more perfect right. than that. Right. You know. So. But mod modesty is more than just looks and how you look. Right. Modesty is in how you speak. How you speak. You know, how using. How you think, how you act. You know, the, these same people that I work with, they might be modest in their, 
in their dress, but not so modest in their speech. Right. You know, um, foul language in the workplace, mind you. It's, you know, it's rampant. Um, and that's something that our, our culture, our American culture, our Western culture has certainly fallen, you know, yeah, into yeah, it's casual the, now. It's, it's... the depths of, you know, the casual use of, of foul language, yeah, like swear words, to, you know. Look at our dishwasher and, you know, four letter word popping out of his mouth in his first sentence, you know. Um, yeah. The, that modesty of speech is, um, is important. There's modesty in what we do. <coughs> we have to be careful now on airplanes that the person we're sitting next to is not watching some porno right. that he downloaded or she downloaded. Right. Um, because that's immodest on their part. You know, yeah. they, again, they think that what is between them and the Lord in, in, a, in, in a personal enclosed room or whatever is something they can share with the world, which of course they shouldn't be doing that with pornography anyway. Right. But, um, you know, or in what we read or write, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey should never have been published, written, yeah, written, so written much less published. Published, you know, there yeah. is no, you know, when I'm reading, when I was reading Clan of the Cave Bear, there was no reason for Gene All to give me right specifics, yeah. you know, to show the love between John Delar and Ayla. Yeah, you know, um, there, there's just no reason for there's you know the modesty in our movies you know yeah. there's we watch old movies with the boys fairly regularly and you know we watch the avengers and you know every single one of them and and uh there is relatively zero immodest uh i don't even remember any love scenes you know so yeah. to speak and no, thankfully yeah and those you know but I wouldn't let them go see Wonder Woman, you know, because, you know, just the pictures of her in the promotional stuff were, were immodest. <coughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I, modesty in terms of what you see, what you hear, what you read, what you encounter, you know, um, is rampant and we have a Catholic duty to number one not do that sort of stuff right and and we wouldn't if we are doing what we're supposed to do yeah and number two not to consume what others you know right do you know the I mean there's I, oh, go I, ahead yeah you know, I see some Somebody walking, you know, in, in the store or something with something inappropriate. I purposefully avert my eyes, turn my head. Yeah. You know, even if I'm walking down the aisle and they're walking down the aisle, we got to walk past each other because we're both going to something further away. I just turn my head and keep walking, you know. And there, part, of it, part of the reason why we have immodesty so rampant is because we're afraid of of, of exercising proper and righteous shame. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> and, and, and and I do, you know, you've been there when we've been at a restaurant and I've had yeah. to ask guys, you know, at the next table or booth, you know, yeah. to please, you know, watch the words while they're, while yeah. my wife and children are, are yeah. here. And what's interesting is they all say, oh, okay. Except, except that group at Applebee's at yeah. one time. Yeah. But, you know, um, but then you get a manager involved and the manager will always say something to them. Right. You know? Yeah. So, modesty is, it's not just about what we wear to church. Um, and, you know, if you don't have, if you absolutely don't have anything proper to wear to church, call the church before you go. Yeah. Call the offices. Where can I get some clothes that I can wear to Mass? Yeah. Because it is absolutely improper for you to go to church and cause other people to sin in the very presence of the source and summit of our faith. Right. You know. And, you know, including in, you know, modesty is teaching our children, you know, what's, yes, what's appropriate, but also who's allowed to touch you, where they're allowed to touch you, and if it's a good touch or a bad touch, you know. Yeah. Teaching your children the the right terms for their body parts, that, you know, that will help them in the long run, as uncomfortable as you might be doing it. But especially if they're small and you're teaching them their ears, their eyes, their nose, you know, teaching them the proper terms for their private parts is important too. Yeah, and, they can, and, and, and why are and they private? Why are they private? <laughs> and what, you know, what makes that, those body parts different, you know? And, I don't know, I guess we'll go this way. So, <clears throat> So that, I mean, that gets into a whole nother topic, but it's important that that children understand that because if they don't understand the beauty of their sexuality at a young age, they're going to misuse it later. Yeah, and that just leads to so and many. That's the the yeah. the hurt and the pain from that healing from that is very difficult. And long. Ounce of prevention. And so, yes, an ounce of prevention when they're young will make them so much happier in the long run. And you probably, if you don't personally have <clears throat> have experience in that, you've probably got friends or family members who do. And you can think of someone who is trying to heal from that kind of a hurt. And <clears throat> so... Modesty is is a part of that. Of, of if, if we learn modesty in dress and speech and thought and action, and consuming the the right sort of entertainment, right, then we can prevent a lot of the hurts that that we that we suffer um, in. Well, and that we see people going through. And that we through, see people you know, going through. The, and with so many, you know, transgender <clears throat> confusions and... Right. And all that, you know. So, 
that's like I said, it's it, it's another topic, but it's tied in, and well, as all virtues and fruits are, right? You know, and, and we're kind of like a spider web. If you're if yeah. you improve on one, yeah. you will improve on the others, like touching a spider web. But if you fail or or <clears throat> regress in one, you will drag the others yeah. down with yeah. you. So modesty is absolutely important. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit wholeyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization and as such are tax deductible. So please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated. God bless.